everyone. My name is Miguel with SoCal Watch Reviews. Welcome back to the podcast. Uh, it's been a few weeks. Things have changed a little bit. Uh, P. Ross uh, got a new job. Congratulations. So his schedule's a little a little different now. So open invitation to P. Ross, of course. Is, he's my partner in crime and has been for the past two years. And he's going nowhere. I mean, it's just a matter of him maybe working or not working that day or being able to make it. But today, unfortunately, he was not able to make it. And that's okay. He needs to get some rest. Uh, life is more important than than all this uh hobby stuff so priorities 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 uh but with that said i i couldn't do this alone so i, I brought a good friend of mine with me mr david schwartz dave Hello. how's it going man what's up so real quick i want to say i do not forgive p ross in fact i am scratching him and blocking him from my phone i'm cutting all contact all ties he's dead to me i'm no, just kidding uh really proud you are of dead p. to us <laughs> really proud of p congrats on that bro i know he's watching this uh, in the future from yep, now uh, yep. Miguel dude I'm so excited I'm thankful we're both alive today to do this Hell together yeah. bro um and Omar 100%. missed out too he's yeah he cut him cut him loose too man he's yeah. done Fucking yeah dead. Mr <laughs> Mr Rolex is, is out yeah, <laughs> he's, he, he's too good for us now yeah, no, I kidding. feel like uh <laughs> like he got on the spaceship leaving the burning planet oh, yeah. and we're just like oh what happened yeah, Omar yeah, come on <laughs> how you been no. man uh, been good, and but I'm gonna be honest. It, it feels a little weird being a content creator with everything that's been going on. I mean, look, there's always oh, something yeah. going on, whether it's yeah. political here in the U.S. or whatever, you know. Uh, and this time, obviously, with the Ukraine and everything that's going on, and it's like I don't know much. I've I've read a few things. I don't know much to really give my two cents, but I, I I do know that you know, humanity, is, it can be can be tough, right? And it's like, when you get a little bit of an ego, or a little bit of a, I don't know, thirst for more power and stuff, or money, or what or control, whatever, weird things happen everywhere, right on social media, on, you know, around the world or whatever. And it's just, I hate to see people fighting just in general. You know, sad man, and you know, there's a lot of history, and I don't know the full story. And again, there's that saying of like, don't believe what you hear, and only believe half of what you see. I mean, right. I'm not there, I don't, so that's just say, I don't have an opinion on it, and I don't get involved with people just because like everyone mm-hmm. gets passionate, and um, and sometimes they're wrong, sometimes I'm wrong, and I, yeah, I don't want to be in, you know, it's it's a uh, my uncle, he made some good advice he gave me was. You could say it and forget it and write it and regret it. And just oh, now, uh, nowadays with the internet, yeah, it could be a lot of regretting. <laughs> so, yeah, no, absolutely. But no, I'm, I, I'm, I I'm sure that us talking watches and stuff to get people's minds off of current yeah. events is, is great, man. And, and I think I need this just as much as, as anyone. So it's cool. No, absolutely. And, and I think that's, that's why I keep uh, doing what I do, right? Because it's... I took a little break, right? And I I think I'm still not like full on 100%. It was to the <laughs> point where every week I was putting together, I mean, it got really bad. It got to where I was yeah. doing one English video, one Spanish video, and one podcast every week. It was consuming way too much That's time. It's a lot of my, work, man. It's a, it's a lot of work. and um, But I did it because I wanted to. Right. Yeah. I did it because I wanted to. And I had the energy. I had the spirit. I had the, the, the this passion, this like burning passion. And it lasted about, what, two years. And it slowly kind of faded away. But one of the biggest reasons why it faded away is because the the support just wasn't there. Right. And it's like I, I say it time and time again and people are tired of hearing it. But it's true. Go to other channels. One and more it's time. Like, one more time. <laughs> just one more time. Just one more time. No, it's crazy. Like you do what you can, right? To do the best that you can. And we try to improve ourselves ourselves. And I know I'm speaking to the right guy because you are just like me, where you always try to better your craft. You always try to right. do things different, different lighting, different styles of how you talk. Yep. Uh, you try to learn better ways of filming to progress and to give people better quality stuff. So what you expect, I guess, and, and, in return is for people to go oh wow he's really good he knows what he's talking about his quality is amazing i'll support him i'll support him and then your trajectory to go up but it just honestly it seems like a lot of the people that are doing good 
they're growing like crazy. But people like us, it's like, well, I'm lucky if I get just one or two subscribers a week. And it's like, that was a good week, you know, and, and it's tough. Yeah. It's like at that rate, tough. my channel is never going to grow to kind of what I want, but. You never know, man. I never say never. And also you're right. Like keeping that trajectory path going forward with your quality. It's really important. It's important to yeah. me because I take a lot of pride in what I do. I'm not just mm -hmm. here willy nilly wasting time. You know, of course, um, time is our most precious thing. Right. So I'm going to do something. I want it to be my best. And I've, I've, and man, my best so two years ago was not that great. So it's uh, <laughs> like my favorite comments are from viewers, both subscribers and people who've never seen my content when they say like, your channel's underrated. Because to me, that means yeah. like I'm doing something right. It's just, I'm not writing the algorithm. I'm not paying yeah. for advertising, whatever. Like you get a little bit of disenchanted, disenchanted and I completely understand, man. But this yeah. right here, this is... This is good, man. If I don't make a video this week myself, this has uh, fulfilled me. So, oh, that's awesome. Well, one, one thing I was going to mention is when the the few weeks that I that I took off and didn't really do much, it, I was angry, right? I was like angry, and I was kind of a <laughs> little depressed and bitter. Bitter yeah. is, is a perfect word. Bitter, and man, seriously. So I was I was out there because I film in a separate location where, where I live, right? I have my little studio, whatever. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I didn't even want to come in here. I was just kind of like out there with my family and my son was playing his video games and watching his TV and I'll be like, hey, let's play or something. He just really did. I mean, there's times when he does, but times when he yeah. just wants to be his do his thing yeah. my wife the same thing she was reading her book doing her own things it's not like she wanted to sit there and chat with me so I found myself pretty much every day being on my phone and I was wasting so much time on Instagram YouTube TikTok yeah. became a big thing and, and I went down that rabbit hole and I just felt disgusted and with myself because I was doing nothing and I felt like I wasn't being productive and like I wasn't being creative really creative that dude yeah 100%. so when i shot started shooting my videos again slowly you know slowly started kind of doing thing i realized you know what this is not about them meaning the audience this is about me it's about keeping me motivated because i'm in sales so the minute that i slow down my trajectory i can't i can't go from wake up in the morning be a salesperson and be active and go 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 and then just kind of turn it off and then turn it back on. It's almost like I, I realized that I have to be on on mode all the time. It's like on mode, but maybe slow down a little bit, but don't turn it off because it's I can't go on, off, on, off. It's, it's yeah. just for me personally. It just doesn't work. Yeah. So with that said, I am working on another video slowly, Sweet. but every day I try to do a little something, right? I, I don't put a lot of pressure. So moral of the story, it's like, if you're out there and you are a content creator or you are thinking of becoming a content creator, do it for yourself first, second, and third. Do not do it for the audience. Do not do it for anybody else. Do it for yourself, for your mental health. You know, at least for me, that's yeah. what I thought. No, yeah, I, I think, think you can apply that to a lot of things, even just outside of being a content creator. Yeah, uh, of course. Projects around the house. Hey, I've been meaning to oh, yeah. donate these clothes or go through this closet, like any of that, a little at a time. Just, just yeah, for I sure. think as long as you just start, that's the key. So that's the key. Well, the key is showing up, right? right? So if you don't, if you don't half show up, that's that you have half the bottom, you have the battle one. So yeah. not only that, but also I was speaking to this very successful person in life. And they're like, you know what? My intentions were never to become rich. My intentions were never to make money. That that That's not a, what I went into this for. I went into this for the passion because I wanted to do it. I wanted to challenge myself. And and the outcome of it was money. Right. And and that's the best thing you can do. Don't, don't chase the fame. Don't chase the money. Chase the creativeness. Chase yeah. the challenge, passion. the passion, you know, and, and yeah. apply that on and anything and everything in life, whether it's yeah, a relationship dude, the, or money. Success and everything comes along with it. It's, it can't not fail if you're doing it for you and, and you're, because you, again, yeah. like if that's not the reason, well then if you don't get the money, you weren't doing it for that reason anyway, but you have the fulfillment way more. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, and even, you know, if, if you shoot for the moon and land on the stars, 
you're already there, you know? Yeah. So, so that's like kind that. of the way that I do it. And, and look, I, I, we haven't done this podcast again because of a, a time and, uh, and it's just, I don't know, but, but it's always something very fulfilling about, I've been getting a lot of messages since we kind of slow down the podcast of people saying, we need you back. Yeah. Uh, we miss you guys, you know, and, and, Me too, and man. you know, yeah. Oh, thank you. Thank you. No, it's, yeah. this is, I, I love people. Um, you know, you could be in your car, you could be in your house watching this right. uh, or wherever, but we are just uh, normal people because this hobby, this watch hobby could get very snobbish, very snobbish. <laughs> and I hate that because yeah. actually not... I actually have to share about that later. So yeah. That's, oh, that's well, perfect. please do. Let's, let's do it. Share it right now. <laughs> Should get into it. Let's get into it. Let's start, man. All right, cool. Um, all right, so I was just going to well, talk check. about. Uh, yeah, we're going to get into a topic. Yeah. So what, why don't right, we do a right. wrist check? Mr. Um, David Schwartz, what are you wearing? You already know, man. It, I'm oh, hun- I think I already know. Honeymoon phase, bro. Mm, 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 My Blanc mm, Pond mm. 50 Fathoms. Beautiful. <sighs> now, what strap is that? Is that the, the oh, OEM? Yeah, yeah. So this is actually the Artem sailcloth. I put oh, it, I switched it. Badass. I had it on the black uh, Artem with the black uh, thread on the deployant. And then I switched it to the gray contrast thread on the I like it. tang buckle. Um, I like it, dude. There's so this is what's crazy because the fifty fifteen. There's videos on it, right? Yeah. This is where I'm gonna have to. I don't. I don't know where it's gonna go, man. Love or hate, but <laughs> um, I did not know until owning this watch and digging mm-hmm. into the forums and stuff that the Blancpain sailcloth straps. At one point, I don't know if it's currently the case, but at one point, um, they're very expensive, of course, and yeah. they fray eventually from where and i've mm. never experienced that with artem straps right I'm not saying that it won't happen but you know i just i have yet to experience that and i've worn them quite right. a bit and um seeing that was kind of really like really like this is a strap that is made for the water it's made for diving and it apparently will start to get damage after time or being in the water i don't know to me i was like hmm I wish I'd have known that before, but eventually I'm going to buy the bracelet. Um, okay. I'll, I'll get the bracelet for the watch, but yeah, it's, and that's another like two or three grand. So sometime down the road, wow. it's yeah. So straps and stuff, man. Um, didn't know that. <laughs> maybe wow, it was just, crazy. and it could have been like early production stuff, or maybe that's no longer the case. I, I haven't done enough research into it, but seeing the photos of people with their long mm. pond straps, like falling apart was kind of, yeah, I don't know if I want to be spending hundreds of dollars every time. How much is it? Five hundred for strap? Three hundred? They vary. Yeah, if you get it with the the deployment class, it's even more. But I think they're mm. between um, the sailcloth strap. I think they're like four hundred to six hundred. Holy I could be wrong. Maybe they're cheaper. But I think through an no, AD, I, th- I I think they're around that. Yeah, I, I've so. heard three fifty, three like almost four hundred yeah. bucks or something like that. So but Ar- Artem is what one one hundred like, like eighty bucks. Like that. 89 yeah. and plus if you get those clasp i think it's another 80 yeah something like that so well I, I have so i've i've had the opportunity obviously to work with with artem uh a lot yeah. and they're they're good people good company you know they they're real watch people so it's two guys they started this thing they're in australia yeah. Yeah. and um they just released their nato strap so i recently went on a trip with my family and i'm like you know what I want to take these because I don't want to take two watches. I just take one watch and I'll take a bunch of NATO. So I did. I took the Black Bay 58 and I took four NATO straps. Nice. And it was fun. It was fun too. I was yeah. there for three days and um, every day I would just like switch to NATO and have like yeah. a completely different feel. And I'm like, yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah, this is cool. Like, um, obviously, I don't think I could live life with just one watch and natos or a bunch of straps is a little it's a little hard being like a watch enthusiast living like that but if you're not a fanatic of watches and say you want to spend a lot of money on just one watch and buy a bunch a bunch of different straps i i could see that i could see that you know um what are you you wearing by the way what do you got on the wrist oh absolutely so uh tutor black bay gmt on this uh, blue shark oh. nato i i love this this combination is so cool it's kind of like a, yeah it's something something about it now one 
negative I have to say about this watch, and I, I have yet to do a video on it or do anything on it, but uh oh, here we go. The bracelet, man. The bracelet. So I have a six and seven eighth inch wrist. It's not a huge wrist, but it's not. I don't think it's a tiny wrist. But the bracelet, man, it's like it fits either too tight or if it's too loose, and I just can't get it right. And it's like, damn, I've heard so no half links. I've heard complaints about um about it with the Black Bay Fifty Eight. Luckily for me, that one fits me right on the bracelet. But this GMT does not. So I am hoping. Wait, so what about the the micro adjust? Even that it, isn't. Enough. I have it on the. So I have it on the on like the 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 last uh, micro adjust. Mm-hmm. And it and so it's the last one, and it fits me. I mean, if if my arm is not swollen, it fits me a little loose, like or just right. But the minute it starts swelling up, it fits me tight. And then if I add an extra link, because it's not a half link, it's just like a full link, then it's way too loose and it's kind of flopping around. So yeah. that I just can't get it right. And I love the bracelet. I mean, I love the the way that it feels because they do such a good job with their with their bracelets. But yeah, man, I just That's can't. crazy, dude. Yeah. And even if you, so even if you take a link out and then try to use the micro adjust, it's the same thing. You just can't It's the get same it right. thing. Well, that's how I have it right now. I'm rocking it yeah. like that. So, and yeah. I've worn it like that, like a whole day, but man, towards like after a few hours later, I take it off and you could see the mark like on my, on my wrist. And yeah. it's like, God, oh, this is kind of uncomfortable. Cause it's a heavy, it's a heavy boy, you know? Oh, so yeah, I'm waiting, yeah. I'm waiting and hoping that uh, with the releases coming up from Tudor that hopefully fingers that crossed, bracelet they they introduce well i'm I'm hoping for a black bay 58 gmt right oh, okay. so that that smaller version GMT. yeah yeah because that way i could sell this guy and hopefully save up to get that guy because if it's the same one then i know it already fits me because i have the 58 and it fits me perfect like yeah. everything about it is perfect um so yeah i've, I've gone questions about people. the bracelet dude yeah me too so that's why i rock it on if you see my pictures go on instagram a lot of times it's on different just straps for yeah. that reason um so i don't regret it buying it on the bracelet because i got it at a good deal and i know i could sell it for more because i have the bracelet so i don't regret it right. but if i was at the ad and i had to pay a few hundred bucks extra for that and i couldn't wear it then yeah i would probably be a little upset you know so <laughs> yeah i have so my frederick constant is like that the classics index the bracelet mm. is either too tight or too uh, loose and it's a butterfly deployant so sucks. there's no micro adjusting and and it doesn't have a half link so yeah i feel you man it, it's it's unfortunate and i wear that on a strap too for the same reason because it's either too loose to where it's flopping around mm-hmm. or it's too tight where it's cutting in like yeah. you said like by yeah. the end of the day you're just like geez and isn't it crazy i don't know if it happens to you it happens to me all the time i'll put a watch on a whatever strap bracelet whatever and i'm like damn that looks good why why don't i why don't i rock it like that and then you wear it for a little bit and you're like yeah it's kind of boring <laughs> i know what it is i know exactly what it is yeah it, it's the constant need for change and something yeah. new right um, right and it's why in this space everyone can relate to this who's listening right now is that even when you get something new almost immediately like you can measure the time before you're ready for something different and it's the chronograph yeah dude you're like (laughs) all right i got it got it done got it i'm on to the next dude yeah it's 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 horrible um because the suffering is so much longer than the joy Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) if no it's true well well, the what what i was getting with that is so i i like for the gmt i I love the way it looks on a lot of different bracelets or whatever but the minute that i'll see like a picture of somebody rocking it with the bracelet i'm like oh yeah yeah, yeah that, looks that looks awesome. Yeah, I need to yeah. put it back on the bracelet. And then I do. And then I, like, oh, yeah. stupid tutor. <laughs> Give yeah, us a half link. Or I, like I, uh, I, Uncle Seiko, if you're listening, I know he does a half link for uh, for the tutor Black Bay 58. And a lot of people are like, he resolved the issue. Thank you so much. Nice. I am hoping he does something for this because then that's wearable. Dude, but yeah. we'll see. All right. I'm going to tell him to make one for my Frederick Constant too. Um, so yeah, like I was, <laughs> I had this, uh, my Alpina on the bracelet and I just recently oh, swapped it awesome. onto the, the Straps Co Pilot. That's so good right there. You know, and that's the thing. I was looking at it and it looks great on bracelet, but I was like, I want to change it up. I just, yeah, I think yeah. I had seen a picture of a pilot watch with, you know, on leather. I'm like, damn, that looks good. So 
Yeah, I swap them all the time, man. We'll see how long it lasts. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's it's fine. So anyway, let's get into the story. Some some yeah. topics we're we're gonna discuss were um just so people listening kind of know what to expect is uh watch meets, I believe, right? Right. So Dave has been attending some some watch meets there in uh, San Antonio, Texas. Yep. And we're gonna discuss uh Japix new watch, the Omega Speedmaster uh the expensive one, eighty, eighty something thousand dollars, and then Nomo's uh, new release of of like a silver, what they call the the platinum, I think, dial. Uh so yeah, and then we we will finish off. So that's what to expect. So let's get into it. So let's let's, let's talk about about your your watch meet and then we'll kind of go yeah. from there. So yes, thank you. Um it's kind of funny. San Antonio, dude, this is like I don't know where we are now, seventh or ninth largest in the country city, Ooh. right? Isn't yeah. that crazy population? It is. It's it's yeah. blowing up, man. It's getting and every day I feel like there's more people moving here. What's, well, yeah, everybody's leaving California. I can tell you that right. much. Just coming to Texas yeah. here, it's just ridiculous. You're like, stop, stop, keep yeah, please, staying in California. No, 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 it's fine. Um <laughs> <laughs> let me take you to a gun range. Um, so the thing is, it's like that I'm surprised there aren't more watch meets and there's not a bigger turnout. Oh, um, interesting. Okay. Yeah. So one of the guys that I'm, I'm friends with on Instagram, he hit me up. He's like, Hey man, I'm doing, I don't want to name drop because I don't know what they're comfortable sure. with, but anyways, he's like, Hey, I'm me and this other guy are forming a Alamo city, like watch meet. Or would you be interested? And I'm like, absolutely dude. So I went to That's that. Cool. It was at a steakhouse. Um, one of those Brazilian steakhouses here. And we mm. do awesome crowd. Um, I think it was maybe 10 people, no more than 12. So it was a small, small group of us. Okay. Everyone brought from one watch to a case of watches, right? Really? Um, cool. And everything, micro brands, um, independence. There's a guy in there who owns um, a Moser and, you know, mm. missed out on getting a FP Jorn, which he's mm. kicking himself now because yeah. of the pricing. But I'm like, okay, so the levels of, people like as far as their uh their taste and their budget is is from everything bottom to top i would say um and there was no like watch snobs in the space so we're sitting there having this awesome meal and drinks and we just have watches all over the table and we're trying stuff on taking pictures hey what's the story with this um really cool experience man loved it loved it and then one of the guys that was there is the coordinator for red bar here in town so I guess oh, the chapter cool. for Red Bar and yeah, yeah. they had stopped doing events because of COVID and everything. Mm. And so they just started back up this month, like last week. Oh, or whatever. cool. So I went to that and an even smaller turnout, which was, I was like, what? Like, that's crazy. I would think there'd be just tons of people showing up, right? To talk watches. Um, and it kind of made me realize how small the space is real, realistically, yeah. right? Like yeah. in my local area, or maybe they just, the timing wasn't right or the, the place location there could have been a number of factors but what was cool is at that particular red bar event they had um the owners of minimax watches and also the owner of dufresne watches mm -hmm. so i got to meet them and talk with them rub shoulders with a lot of other enthusiasts and so like stephen lee the uh the owner of dufresne was like oh yeah dude yeah you do youtube reviews you want to take one with you i'm like yeah, I'm not going to say no, no. to, like, you know, review a watch. <laughs> no, I'm good, man. Thanks. No, Put um, me on the so, spot like that. All right, right. So I have the Dufresne. This is the uh, cool. Deep Eddy. Really cool thing. Based out of Austin, Texas. Makes these, um, assembles them here in hand. Swiss Salida. Oh, nice. SW200 movement. Um, designed it all. There's. It's not like he's ordering from a catalog from what he was explaining oh, to cool. me. And he names them after all these, like, cool spots in Austin. So it's kind of like an in-the-know brand, cool. especially if you're a Texan. Um Awesome, dude. Awesome crowd. Mini How much Max do they sell watches. for? Um, they have quartz and automatic options, and they range. Like this one, I think, is priced at four ninety nine. What um, is this? The Salita one? Salita. So, wow, for four ninety nine. That's not bad. Yeah, and the loom is legit. Um, I did that a story on Instagram showing or a reel, uh, kind of showcasing the loom on it. Um, and cool. he regulates them. So this oh, one wow. is. I put it on the time graph just to check, and it was at like plus one second oh wow day. so it's almost like positions it's within cost but it's not cost certified but he basically regulates it yeah himself. and i need to, to cool. spend some time with it a bit more and see how it you know would, how many positions it's accurate in but that's cool regardless yep. for the price i'm like hey man this is this is amazing um 
and then hearing the story behind the Minimax uh, owners and like their project with that. And I got to see their watches. It was legit. So kind of getting to the point, right? Cause that's just my experience. These last two, sure. um, I didn't experience any watch snobbery at all. And cool. I was to a point kind of expecting some, like someone to be flexing or throwing some shade. Um, I think what I experience more of is just certain people have certain taste. So the ones who gravitate towards micro brands are going to be talking with the other micro brand. Yeah, that makes owners. sense. The guy that rolled up wearing a solid gold blue uh, Submariner, right? Like, <laughs> I was like, dang, this guy. So he had just got it. He's all stoked. And I'm like, that's an amazing watch. Like getting to feel it, see it on the, you know, that's cool. experience it. And he has a Grand Seiko. Um, birch and i'm like dude so i asked nice. him, how long you've been collecting watches he's like oh like started last year so last i was thinking, week <laughs> okay so this dude obviously has the bankroll to get those heavy hitting pieces yeah that's cool um, yeah. he's probably not interested in micro brands but you know that's okay too so it is what no it that's is. cool the one thing i i have heard about red bar and correct me if i'm wrong but it's all over the internet is that they they're open to people bringing whatever watch, but no Invictus. Is that true? Oh, really? I didn't. Yeah, know that. you didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. I'm people gonna show up with Invictus. Yeah, yeah, next time I'm taking Invictus. Now, <laughs> I, I've heard that from a lot of different people. Uh, videos maybe, and maybe because it sparks some uh, some problems amongst. The- I don't know. I I really don't know. So that's why in my in my mindset, I always thought like red bar events are. I mean, you can have some cool people, but for them to already set the parameters of don't bring an Invicta, that doesn't sit well with me because it's like, well, why are you well, discriminating against the brand? Like, why that specific brand? I mean, yeah, why that to, specific brand? I can think of a lot of obnoxious watch brands, you know, aside from Invicta, but all right, I guess, you know. I don't know, man. I, I, I don't know. Maybe ask them next time, but uh, I, will. I will. I'll find out. I'll do some some back end research on that. But one of one of the important things that I wanted to touch on, I, I've just to set the record straight, I've never actually been to a watch meet ever. I've been invited to a few uh, about an hour away from my house, but honestly, it's it's gonna sound weird me saying this, but I'm not really a people person. I do sales, and I've mm-hmm. gone to many trade shows where there's thousands of people, and they stop by my booth and I talk to them. And I talk for eight hours and I just, at the end of the day, I'm just like, eh, it's just my job. It's what I do. And I just turn it on when I kind of have to turn on that sales mode. But yeah, in this hobby, I have been <clears throat> with friends like Omar. I met with him um, and it was some other friend, Steve, but he didn't really know watches. So he kind of brought whatever was on his wrist and Orient, but it was fun to put a bunch of our basically our collections on the table and it was like over 50 watches and we we're just kind of looking at everything but yeah i felt like and maybe i'm wrong i just feel like when you handle one watch you really appreciate that one watch and you pay a lot of attention to it there's nuances how it wears and everything but when you have 50 watches on the table you don't really get a chance to appreciate because it's almost like a kid in the candy store. You know what I mean? Not to say that that's not important because now you know how it feels. Now you know how it wears. Uh, You know, Omar had a Laurier that um, chronograph and I've always wondered, I'm like, Oh, how does that wear? And he had his black Bay 58. You know, I was like, I wonder how that wears, you know? So it's definitely cool. But I think from a, from a perspective of really enjoying them, you can't, it was just kind of like, it's cool to handle them. You know what I mean? But uh, it's, I would say it's overwhelming, right? Like that's I think that's, that's the word I was looking for, overwhelming. Yeah, it, it can be. And here's the other challenge, and, and I need to talk with the guys who run these, is the spots that we've been at have been low lit. And so oh, it kind of sucks yeah. that you're, and I get it. It's you're night, looking right? for light over here with yeah, your eyes. You're, you're there. People are bringing actual flashlights or like, you know, putting oh, on the, to see the loom. And yeah, um, like me, I'd love to take like a loop just to see like up close the details yeah. up, right you know but i also don't want to offend anyone where well, was this guy I think my watch is fake you know what I mean? <laughs> so it's like i need to get i need to get in good with the crowd and then i think doing stuff like that would be really cool but yeah. uh, you know to show up and <laughs> let me see that watch <laughs> yeah that's probably not gonna go well <laughs> well 
Well, one of the things that, that kind of worries me too, but I think Red Bar, they don't send out the invite or the location until the last minute, but it's like yeah. showing up to a public setting, right? And these people don't know what we do, right? So for them, for an outside, for an outsider looking in, it seems like a bunch of people flexing, like those people brought watches and they're looking at watches, but people know watches could be expensive. Yeah. So that's where I'm getting at. Yeah, the fear of that's, something of being a yeah. target. Oh, yeah. yeah. Man. I, I think that that could be the case in a lot of places. I don't know that I personally would worry about it so much in this town because, well, one, all my watches are insured, but two, I mean, everyone's packing. Like, everybody's packing heat, huh? <laughs> it, like, it's like if you're going to come and steal a bunch of watches, one, you might be disappointed because maybe everybody just brought micro brand stuff. So you're not, <laughs> you're not going to have like a huge haul. Um, but I also think in the establishments, like the, the last two places, it's not like we were at the front by the doors. So, you know, it's, it's, uh, I think some thought goes into it as far okay, as safety, good, good. you know, um, me personally, if I was running something like that, I'd pick a place that has a, a, uh, officer on site, you know, security working. And I don't mean like baton and mace, like someone, an actual like armed Packing officer. Heat. Yeah. Got it. Because you know, it'll be kind of kind of a cool spot, but I mean, I, I maybe they've they've done it like a Barnes and Noble or something because I think it's like a well lit place. There's mm-hmm. a ton of books, there's benches, there's I think they're pretty pretty cool place. There's coffee, always like coffee shops in there's there. Tables, you can get coffee and, yeah. tables. Uh, you be real loud and make it like like these people back here. They're not watch people. They don't know what's up. <laughs> everybody has a book it's a front yeah. and we're we're a book club we're a book club on you know what we could do you could have a book like you know how they cut out the pages to put like something in we'll just have our watches in there so everyone watches look at all these nerds oh wow look at them they're all reading uh yeah <laughs> why is that guy got a uv flashlight to that book <laughs> but uh no that's cool i i i hope i could attend a watch meet at some point but you, you know what I'm and you so... don't have to do take one watch on your wrist and just go check it out. I think you'd be surprised. Yeah, maybe. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens. But okay, no. Mr. David Schwartz. So uh we are we are looking at something cool here. This is a Japek Japek. Antark God, I'm gonna butcher this. Antarctic? Antarctic. Antarctique. Antarctique. All right. So Japek. Uh yeah. Uh, that cool name man. may sound that well. That name may sound familiar to some people. Let me let, so let me tell you what's so special about this watch, man. Or this watch name, I should say. So if you go into the about section of Patek Philippe, you will see that uh, it was a gentleman by the last name Patek and another one by the name of Philippe. But before they uh, did their thing, actually, uh, one of the founding members was. In, in cahoots or in business with Japek. So they started kind of like Patek together uh, in, in a way. So what happened is they no longer did business together, but the name Japek just kind of went dormant for a long time and nobody copyrighted it. So a few years back, this company started, the watch company started this independent and called it Japek. So the lineage between this name and Patek actually somehow coincides. Now, obviously, the people that bought this watch brand have nothing to do with the original Jopic, but this watch, if uh, if I remember correctly, is in the twenty thousand dollar range. But yeah. based on the on everything that I've that I've heard and I've seen, I mean, it has a beautiful guilloche dial finishing. It's kind of this integrated. Uh, the bracelet type of design, which obviously that bracelet kind of reminds me a little bit of like the the Nautilus, if mm-hmm. I'm being honest, and that obviously that that um dial of an AP. But if you look at the movement, man, I mean, check that out, man. I believe this is an in-house. It is movement. micro rotor in-house. Micro rotor. I mean, look at the architecture on that thing. It's beautiful. So now knowing what you know, that Jopic oh. was actually one of the founding members of Patek. It kind of changes things right because if this is just like a regular independent i mean you still give it credit right it looks amazing it looks mm-hmm. awesome for twenty seventy thousand bucks but so let, let me get your reaction dave i don't know if you knew that about Dude, the tech I and kind of like okay i kind of i think i'm gonna dub this one the chapa tech um the chapa tech. To, you know, <laughs> um 
that's really cool. I had never heard about this brand or this watch, right. but I mean, granted, we're limited to these photos here. I mean, look at the dial, man. The dial oh, yeah. is like yeah. a, almost like a basket weave kind of look to it, but mm -hmm. it reminds me of like MC Escher, that style of his art with the the patterns. Sure. Um, has kind of like a mathematical look to it, if that makes sense. Um, the faceting on these indices, bro. Look at and this it's crazy. I it, like that I, they have the matching date wheel. It's kind of a wedge, so it's wider. I yeah. mean... The only thing I don't like about this is the red on the second sand. I just think it clashes with the salmon in this so, particular model. What do you think? I don't, it doesn't bother me. I think yeah, they could have done black maybe or a different color for some contrast. It doesn't bother me. The red, the little pop okay. of red there doesn't affect you know, my, my overall feeling about it. I love though, and you can only see it in this corner. Look at the way they did this brushing at an mm -hmm. angle. So instead of horizontal like you see on most watches with this kind of integrated uh, lug or bezel design i like that they did the brushing outward that's pretty cool oh man. i see what you're saying yeah. yeah it's it's hard to pass judgment on photos i mean it, it, it i'm sure it wears completely different on right. wrists but look go on top something that i noticed is kind of bugging me i don't know why is how the bracelet is popping up from one of the edges you could right see here. it kind of popping out yeah <laughs> So I, I think I don't, that's I'm, just the angle that's at because it's resting on this part here. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I would love to see one torque. in the metal. I would too, man. Um, so they only make 99 of these, right? 20 grand. I think this is a piece that, in my opinion, and I'm, I'm not an expert in this, right? Mm. But I think it's one of those pieces that if it speaks to someone, they're going to jump on it. Oh, of but, course. For twenty grand, there's a lot of other watches oh, I my would God. probably pick, right? And I, we say this all Absolutely. the time. Now that movement, <laughs> bro, look That's at beautiful. this thing. That is, I love that kind of gunmetal color that it has too. Mm -hmm. It's like a black carbon or whatever that right. is. If I'm get, it's probably like I don't know, maybe it's white gold that's uh, colored or something, but. Looks yeah, legit, beautiful. man. All right. Well, I just wanted to highlight that one because I don't think a lot of people are either A, talking about it or kind of know what I just told you. And by yeah. the way, credit to Theo and Harris. I, obviously, they put out a video and they talked about that. And I was like, what? That's pretty, right that's pretty cool. Yeah. So next, let's, let's, let's look at that Nomos. is oh, the dude. Tangente. That thing is gorgeous. Yeah. Oh, what is it? The, the Tangente Neomatic Platinum? What do they call this? Yeah. Uh, platinum, platinum Gray. gray. So okay, I love cool. the tangente speak. Yeah. Go ahead and speak on this. And I'll give you my, my thoughts. Yeah. I was, uh, so before I bought the, uh, the GMT, the Tudor GMT, I had the money to buy a tangente and I was super close to pulling the trigger, but I didn't for, uh, two reasons. Number one, the water resistance always scared me. I'm like, what? 30 meters. Like <laughs> right. that's, that's not great. I'll look at that back. Um, but yeah. also another thing was the dressiness of it. Cause I don't, I never, I think people that follow me and kind of know what I have in my collection know that it's all sports watches. Like I do have like two dress pieces, but I never wear them. <laughs> I don't even stare at them. They're just kind of put yeah. away. So yeah. I'm like, I'm just scared that this would be the thing uh, that would happen with the tangente. But I got to say from a German perspective or a German design, uh, those minimalistic lines and kind of that uh, Bauhaus kind of style I appreciate this watch so much because honestly, and I know I don't want people to crucify me for this, but I see this watch from not so much the front, but more like the back and it's more specifically the manual wine version. And I think longa, baby longa, obviously, because I love the longa watches, but I will never be able to probably afford one. And even if I could afford one, I don't know if I'll pull the trigger, but this to have an in-house movement on on this nomos and uh what's the price point on this i think a little over three thousand yeah i think uh, uh i think 30, it's a winner oh close to four yeah yeah you're right yeah well it depends and depends on the site so what's so special about this one it comes in two sizes right dave i think it comes yes. in 30, 35 and 38 and a half 38 and a half right so obviously what i've heard about the tangent is that the lugs are a little longer so where it's a little bigger yes but I think the only new thing on this watch from based on the article is the color of the dial, but they're still yeah. using pretty much everything else. But I, I think Nomos is 
it's a winner in my book. It's extremely underrated. Um, so the uh, dial is actually platinum plated. And then I think they even do some rhodium plating on the hands, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but bro, okay. So let me, let me just get your thoughts on this. Cause this is sure. when I was, when I was looking at these watches, I mm-hmm. would lean towards the 39, 38 and a half, whatever. Really? Okay. But, and see, you might not be able to unsee this. The stick indices and obviously keeping the symmetry of the dial, I almost feel like it works better on the 35 because see how from the center, there's more of a gap on the 35 than on the 39. And if they had pushed that small seconds hand just a little bit further at the sacrifice of having the full indices at five and seven, they had kind of cut into that a little bit more. I almost feel like it'd be more balanced because the way it is right here on the 39 on the right, it's it's not s- symmetrical with the branding of the Nomos Neomatique at the top and then at the bottom. It's almost like there's the sub-seconds hand looks too big, too, big. too high. Oh, I see what you're saying. Right? I mean, if they I mean, just it- basically made the 35 <laughs> and scaled it up, I feel like it would look so much better. Yeah, I mean it's it's uh, it's you really need to stare at it. I think I can't uh, unsee it. No, it's bothering. Me. Really? <laughs> no, to me it looks the same. I mean, I see what you're saying, but I think to me it, it kind of looks the same. What? Um, Maybe I would I'm crazy. I would go for the smaller version. Obviously, my my wrist is a little smaller, and I, like I said, the lug to lug is a little bigger, and yeah. I just feel this is a dress piece, you know. So why I don't want it to look like a big chunky sport piece. Yeah. Um, it's really impressive the thinness of it too. The fact it's automatic, right? Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, for the sure. W three thousand one caliber, and yeah. it is. Uh, they had it on here, three point two millimeters thick. That is that's crazy. insane. Well, and the movement I mean, is three point two. What what is the right. what's the thickness, the thickness on the overall wall? Six, the watch six point seven to six point nine for respect. That's crazy, dude. That's crazy <laughs> for that an automatic. Crazy. I mean, I, granted, there's other. You know, we could talk about the. Uh, um the bulgari right like no but i mean but, it's not not even right. in the same price point i mean right right <laughs> exactly and you know yeah it's three hertz i think that's some of the trade-off you're only getting yeah. twenty one thousand instead of 28 but right in there 43 hour power reserve i mean yeah oh, i got nothing bad to say about this um I mean, I'm 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 hoping that Nomos kind of does a few things different water resistance for once i think uh, 100 so, meters hot it's 50 a dress meters? piece. No, it's dude. It really is a dress piece. I'm like, and it's on a Horween leather strap. I would never. I will. Put... I would love to rock this on a NATO though. Would it? Really? Wouldn't that be crazy? Yeah. Yeah. But like for fun. fun I mean, just yeah. just for fun, man. Why not? Yeah, I, I mean, right. But... I mean, it's it's like that um that mindset where you're rocking jeans, a hoodie, or a t-shirt, and tennis shoes, and you just kind of like sew down um uh. Oh, well, what's the word I'm looking for? Not not dapper, but just just kind of you know going out in town and just running some errands. But you're rocking this on your wrist, and you're like, "Dang, all right, cool, I see you." It's kind of like the guy sat down. That yeah, dress it dress it down a little bit, or it, it's like uh, people wearing you know shorts and a t-shirt and rocking the solid gold Rolex, and it's like, "Dang, all right, cool, all right. like flex, flex." Yeah. yeah. I, I I don't know, man. I, I I think they need to increase the water resistance at least fifty meters. Okay, I'd you know, okay thirty meters. I'm, yeah, at least fifty. At least and 50. I think I'm with you on the movement. I think it should be four hertz just for that kind of smoother uh, sweep. And also, I don't know how they could do this, but increase the power reserve because I there's a lot of watches. I, I'll give you an example: Hamilton Khaki Field, eighty hours power reserve, manual That's wind movement, three hertz, right? uh they they so they did it three hertz because of the 80 hours but before right. that it was uh, a higher bph so see but but it's hand wine because nomos could do the same thing if it was hand wine they could easily get, well they have a hand wine version of the right, tangente the, yeah the alpha movement um, the alpha movement right yeah but i'm just saying like i think it's reasonable that it's being an automatic which i would rather have the automatic yeah, me too. hand wine me too yeah, and you too. know what's funny is this actually says that says fifty meters. What? What the heck? They, oh, this might be a different. Is this a different model on the back? No, or, it's uh, it's in the it's in the article. Huh? Interesting. So we 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 caught something. So we're in the Hodinki website. The case back of the watch is five ATM. Meters. Yeah, fifty meters. But in the description, they put 
30 maybe meters. This is a typo. So maybe it is huh. actually 50. Maybe it's 50 meters. If it's 50 meters, I'm good. I'm You're good. good. You're you know, buy we're it good. Yeah, right. well, I'm going to buy it right now. Hold on. <laughs> All right, <laughs> the next on the one. What, what, what do we got? What do we got? Okay. This oh, one no. Here, we definitely oh, got to no. talk about this guy. I know. Oh, no. Uh, cannabis. That sounds like, like cannabis. It kind of sounds like a creature <laughs> in a Dr. Seuss book. Cannabis gold. That actually sounds like a weed strain. I'm not going to yeah, lie. Yeah, I don't right? know about that. Yo, so yo, we're talking about that. Cannabis gold or what? Right. <laughs> $81,000 for an Omega Speedmaster. Holy Bro. smokes. Yeah. So uh, this is, uh, I've never, I don't know how I feel about this yet. It's right. It's a blend of white gold, palladium, rhodium. Um, what? <laughs> I, I don't, I have no idea, man. But look, so it's based on a, on a three, two, one. It's big. That Omega awesome. Speedmaster three, two, one. That, uh, that movement in there. Hold up. Yeah. So, I mean, I respect this movement. I mean, look at Hell that. yeah. Oh my God. I don't know about it's that iconic, little, uh, man. that, the that, seahorse. uh, the seahorse engraving right there kind of kills it for me a little bit. It's almost it's, like what, what Grand Seiko used to do. It's distracting. I it agree. is distracting. I mean, it, it, like you that movement is beautiful. Movement. Yes. Look at um, that. So the two tone also the colors, the contrasting there. Yeah, but I mean that's you buy a three two one. You don't buy this thing. I mean this this thing is ridiculous. Yeah, Eighty one thousand dollars for a Speedmaster. I mean maybe I if think, it was worn on the moon. I think this is a piece that is um like a three two one enthusiast that wants to also have something special or different. This speaks to them. Um, I love this. So oh, yeah. This is a bronze bronze dial that they PVD coat. Right, it's incredible. Look at this wow. onyx black. I, I'm impressed, man. And I don't know a whole lot about Omega because I haven't dove down into Omega like a lot of people. Uh, um, again, the price point, correct me if I'm wrong, but aren't these handset? Isn't that from the yeah. ocean? Yeah. Seamaster? Uh, you know what? The, yeah, it's the Seamaster, uh, that, that broad arrow. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's from, the, from, that, from the Heritage, Heritage Collection, I believe. Kind of cool, Master, like... So that they put it in a speedmaster like it sets yeah. it apart visually right? well no I'm, i mean the back in the day the 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 old school um uh, speedmasters actually had this handset oh, they did okay yeah they well, did they did so it's a so, nod to the, the oh, of course of course yeah of course so See, i don't um, know man i'm not into omega the way you are so this you should speak more on this yeah no i mean i i love it i mean this this is a beautiful design uh the finishing is incredible but for eighty one thousand dollars, that's that's my biggest gripe with this because that is just way too much money, way too much money. I mean, you could you could get so much for that much money. And, and the thing about um, Omega that I wanted to kind of touch on, and and actually all the watch brands uh, in 2022, is that everybody's moving up market. Every single brand is moving up market right. because the watch industry has exploded into this thing where it's like a phenomenon now. And and I I read somewhere that I believe 20. 2021 was the highest, the, the the best year for the Swiss watch industry in, in terms of sales ever, ever in the history. Wow. So that tells you something that people like us, influencers or content creators, whatever you want to call us, there's a lot of us, not just in on YouTube, but Instagram, just everywhere. This thing just exploded into a completely different thing. And, and there's a lot of rich kids out there that, <laughs> started buying up these pieces china has a lot of money i mean they're they're heavy into their rolexes and different things and omega is a huge deal uh in other countries i mean it's it's a big deal in the u.s but not as much as in other countries i know that um so yeah I, I, honestly I, I love the watch i love what the architecture the finishing everything but the price is just it's too much it's, it's too much for me yeah, it's it's on a different level but i could see this really appealing to three two one fanatics yeah um, yeah or people with, with deep, deep pockets, pockets. yeah there yeah go. of course of course of but but don't forget you could still pick up neo vintage uh pieces yeah. from omega this is a jdm version uh this is the reference number three five one one point five zero and it has a reverse panda dial uh this is an automatic version and you can still pick them up for under two thousand dollars i believe there's different models uh so don't sleep on Omega. Believe me, Omega is, is people are turning to Omega because they can't get Rolexes and they, they see that Omega, in my opinion, and this is maybe controversial with some, but Omega has, it is better 
than relics in a way with uh, metas with costs. Oh yeah. I mean, it, it, they're finishing their packaging. Yeah. It's crazy. Rolex has done a really good job at marketing and yep. creating hype. And Rolexes are great watches. They're beautiful watches. I like their designs, but in my opinion, Omega. Ask anybody. Ask any enthusiast. Omega has better quality, better control, better finishing. Um, they care more about the consumer. Um, in my opinion, uh, they well, don't I like play that these you can games. see the movement in most of the. You know, like they do open key specs. I like that. Oh yeah, 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 absolutely. You know, so. That's... But with that said, $81,000 is too much for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, honestly, like this is what's cool. I'd love to see one in the metal and, and feel it, right? Feel this this metal gold blend that they're doing. Um, and I like that it's it flies under the radar. Most people aren't going to know that that's a gold watch. They're just going to assume oh, yeah. it's steel. So it's that's just a regular $6,000 speedy. Got it. Yeah. So actually, the 321, I believe, is 13, 15 like, grand. So it's actually like a little 15, bit more. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, all right, cool. Last one on our list. Yeah. All right. Cool. Let's finish off with Seiko. Warning round. Do something affordable, something more in you know in our our lane. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. Um, Honestly, man, like this is this is pretty cool. So I can speak to the fact that uh, so one of my buddies, also a YouTube channel, I'll plug his channel. Steve F Watches used to be Ali Homages. Really cool guy, man. And he is up there in uh, New New York, New Jersey area. And they had the Warn and Wound. um, I don't know what the the meetup is called. Meetup, whatever. Um, and they had this particular watch being showcased and, uh, well, it was an event, right? Celebrating those 10 years. There you go. That's what I was looking for. Yeah. And he went and, um, I was looking at his Instagram and he actually picked this watch up. So it is a limited edition worn and wound, uh, Seiko five limited to a thousand pieces, which I like, right. Because Mm -hmm. dude, there's so many Seiko limited and they're like (laughs) seven or 9,000 of them. Right. So this is legit 1000 pieces. It so cool. just your thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think, man? Just looking at it. It's very cool. I mean, I, I like all the, the details on the dial. I like That's that. Uh, okay. I like that they went with that uh, kanji, right. For the, for the day. Mm-hmm. I wonder if they did the date date in the kanji in that kind of Japanese, um, you know, I have um, to ask. Um, font. I th- maybe because I don't see it on every photo. It's got it. So it, it takes his heritage uh, or his DNA from uh, the old school Seiko 5. And you actually had that picture right there. I forget that reference number, but you can still pick those up for like 99 bucks. They do you feature sure? the the one yeah. on the left, the one on the yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, it's the same watch as a pilot inspired watch. It's the same thing. They just changed the colorway. And correct me if I'm wrong, they changed the movement because the old school ones feature the 7S26 movement, which does not hack. You cannot hand wind it. Um, and now... They the uh, feature four R, and also they changed the crown position to the to the three o'clock. I love the display a hundred meter water resistance. I love the display case back. It does have the worn and wound ten uh, year anniversary logo on it. <laughs> so, What's the price point on this? I, oh, I think three twenty five. So let me ask you something because this is <laughs> we were just bitching about this on the three two one. Do you think the difference is because the three two one is so beautiful? versus the yeah. Seiko movement like you're like i'm okay I mean, look, with this being blocked <laughs> you're you're i mean i wish <laughs> that thing wasn't there i wish they would have done something a little more subtle maybe like just here on it, the outside yeah. just on the outside or, or something like that I, i'm not a fan of it uh i'm just pointing it out <laughs> I, even though the 4r movement is nothing spectacular to look at if i'm being honest right. it's, yeah, it's still in-house and i mean yeah if if look okay so here's the question they're giving you, you a display but you're, they're giving you a display case back so you could see the movement yeah so when you put your big sticker or whatever printing in the middle of the display case back it kind of defeats the purpose of having a display case back so like maybe if it was smaller and moved up to the like top or of the or ghost it out like uh that's what uh grand seiko's been doing they still have their their mark on the on the display case back but you got to move it in the light to see what uh, what it is that little lion or whatever it's like a watermark yeah, yeah it's like a watermark there you go i got that's you. The, there you go so i think uh okay. i think uh 
they should have done a watermark but again it's it's limited to a thousand pieces and and it, it's, it's cool. cool i mean you got it Dude, it's all it's all brushed waffle yeah yeah this it's all brushed case look at this waffle pattern here that's cool yeah yeah you definitely know, concentric circles like there's a lot of texture a lot of uh, a lot of things to enjoy i think as you spend more time with the watch yeah like no that. it's a cool I, watch i like when thought goes into stuff like that it's um, a cool watch man and, and warren cool, and one has has been uh has been huge you know and and them along with hodinky and everything is like they they've uh they've changed the narrative of watches for a lot of us you know you go and, and you check out these cool articles and they have videos and yeah i think it's cool man i i, I like when uh when i mean companies do this all the time right hodinky does their limited editions and stuff like that so that's cool it's cool to mm -hmm. to see that and hopefully one day our channels will be big enough that we could uh, make a limited edition with a watch company too. That'll be cool. You know? Hey man. Yeah. Been there, done that. Oh, you have, you have, that's right. Boom. Oh dang. It's green. It's going <laughs> to, that's an awesome watch. Yeah. It's a for little anybody, different, but yeah. For anybody wondering what it is, uh, you want to tell them? Um, sure. We can finish up with this. Sure. Um, so I have a video. It's one of my most re you know, recent videos that's dropped is uh, a limited edition watch I had made in honor of my mother who passed away um, in November. So it's a very special piece. Um, worked with a brand, Gallant Watches, who I've done. And of course, they do lower end pieces in terms of the cost. Like I shouldn't say lower end, just inexpensive watch watches that they make and sell. And so I had given them some um, advice because they had reached out to me about designing a piece. This was all happening when my sure. mother was sick. And so um, I reached out to them and said, hey, would you be willing to do a special limited edition for really close friends and family members of mine? And they were like, absolutely, Dave, um, which is crazy to me because like you got to understand I'm just another guy, right? Like an, who became a watch enthusiast who decided to start doing reviews on YouTube. So I'm not like any different than the people probably listening to this podcast, you know, and, and to have this as part of my journey has been really amazing. Um, they did a custom case back, which has my mother's ring finger print, uh, date of death, and a saying in Latin. Um, man, this piece is like, it's worth more to me than the Blanc Pond 50 Fathoms. And yeah. It's so much, <laughs> so much less expensive. Um, they're going to be releasing that soon, though. So they're going to have the green sunburst dial with a yellow gold case, uh, gold toned. And then they're going to have a blue sunburst with, I believe, a silver um, stainless steel case or possibly rose gold. So they're going to have some color, color combinations. Cool. They'll have white, um, kind of like an enamel, um, I guess, high gloss dial options. Got the Breguet numbers. Really beautiful watch, man. And then I had, of course, a custom strap. I got a plug, Andrew. Um, oh, yeah. So this King is from Leather. King Leathercraft. And on the back of it, it actually has... Um, etched into it in loving memory, Rebecca Schwartz, which is her name. Very cool. So I uh, have four of those. He's actually making the other three, which I'll receive soon for my father, um, my brother-in-law and my nephew. So all the people that were closest to her, right. Um, in terms of my immediate family, but that's cool, man. Well, that just yeah. goes to show that, I mean, we just looked at a piece of us $81,000, right. <laughs> and it's like, it is special in its own right. But I think, for a lot of us obviously not for everybody but i think for a lot of us we get into watch collecting because of an an emotional thing because we either got a watch from our from our parents or wife or husband or whatever and uh and, and for you obviously this is a piece unique and and yeah. you know it's it's something that it's it's just never going to leave your collection and and to the outside in they could be like oh though that's a cheap watch and it's like who cares you know, it, it's a story behind it. It's what it represents. Like it, it, it makes it that much special, right? Yeah. We put our, our, I don't know, thoughts and, and admiration into these little objects. And the cool thing is that when you pass them down to the next generation, they tell a story, you know? So, yeah. And so, so one of the things they upgrade, cause obviously they would use a mineral crystal on theirs. And I said, Hey, can we do a flat or I'm sorry, a sapphire. And right. I did a dome sapphire on it, but <laughs> As you know, the dome sapphire gives some reflection. So sure. I actually got in touch with them. They're going to send me 15 flat sapphire crystals. Cool. So I'm going to be able to swap this out from the dome sapphire to flat sapphire. That'll showcase that sunburst dial a lot better. 
and then having them do instead of their standard quartz movement, putting the uh, Seiko VH31 um, two hertz movement was another upgrade that I that I wanted. So cool. It's really cool, man. Little stuff like that is a way. I think in you know being into watches and in this space um, was a way to kind of elevate it in terms of. Yeah, no, I I agree, man. I agree. Cool. Well, Dave, thank you so much for, for coming on. This is a lot of fun, man. Uh, where can people find you? Yeah. So you can find me on YouTube, David Schwartz Jr. You can just do a search. Also David Schwartz watches. I'll pop up. Um, and I'm sure that you'll link it down below. We'll link everything. Course, yeah, yeah, for sure. Instagram, for sure. David Schwartz underscore junior. You can find me there. Um, follow me. I'm always posting different pictures of stuff. And yeah, man, I got more watch meets coming up in the future and more content coming down the pipeline as well. That's cool, man. So <laughs> sorry, I got, I got my camera here because I was going to take a, a shot uh, before we uh, before I turn off all my lights, I have my lights in my studio, which I nice. <laughs> I, I, I set up uh, when, when I'm not lazy. But anyway, SoCal watch reviews for me on Instagram and on YouTube. And of course, this podcast, if you're listening, thank you so much for, for the support. Uh, we will keep bringing them. I don't know how often, but we will keep go. producing them. There is a lot of special guests that, that, that still uh, said would come on, and I never really followed up with them. But, uh, <laughs> but if, if uh, all, the, all the people that have been on the show, thank you so much for coming on. It's, it's always been a pleasure. Uh, two years in the making, over 100 episodes, and, and we will keep going. But uh, Dave, I hope you have yeah. an amazing Sunday, man. And uh, yeah, to everybody listening, everybody watching, always remember that uh, watches are are cool, but they should not be your number one priority. And uh, we're hoping here for world peace. And as always, stay humble. Peace. <laughs>